three, two, one. Okay. I feel like we're doing some really bad dance routine every time we do that. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs, a Fraser podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Frank. <laughs> and today, special guest Frank and I are talking about episode 611, Good Samaritan. Yep. Um, oh, I guess yeah. I have some things to say. I'm you new do- to this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Why is every episode not just start with a rain cloud raining down? That's just... Seattle all the time. It is, which is why it's not usually especially like memorable. Like, no, it definitely is memorable. Well, what I mean is like you just sort of are supposed to assume it. Like, yeah, there's a rain cloud. But it's funny because it, all, you know, it, it's funny because I'm watching Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. which takes place in Seattle as well, mm-hmm. and it is always raining in that uh-huh. show too. Yep. I mean, good for them. <laughs> yeah. Good for Seattle. Yep. So green, and mostly in a swamp. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then the episode is twenty-one minutes and forty seconds. Mm-hmm. And then the writer is writers. Uh, there's two oh. writers on this one. Yeah. They are Alex Gregory and Peter. Hmm. Peter. What? What? How do you say that name? I said it twice already. Um, How so... do you spell it? H U Y C K. Husek? Hysek? No, no, no. Like, hike, hike. I don't think it's like that. Hike? I'm thinking like this is a hockey name. It does seem very much like a hockey I'm name. I'm trying to think of other players with that name. You don't mm. think it's like Husek? No, because that, that would only make sense Let if the C again. was before the Y. It's U Y C K. That was not Husick. Huh, hunk. Hunk. Yeah, it's Peter Hunk. Um, <laughs> the nice thing is, don't have to learn this name because he only wrote one episode. Um, they were like, we cannot pronounce your last yeah. name. No, I bet it's really easy. It probably. I just we, just looking at it, I have no idea. I, but, but I feel like we should know some idea. This is this is what we were kind of talking about before the podcast started. Right. But yep. It's it's uh, it's hard to know how to pronounce it. Right. Yeah. Um, I will say so. Alex Gregory wrote two episodes of Frasier. Okay. Uh, Peter here uh, wrote only one. one. Um, And then but the two of them were each executive story editors on a bunch of episodes after this. Oh, okay. So is this the first one Alex Gregory wrote? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm very interested to see the other episodes then. There's only one other, but yeah. Okay. We'll see. All right. So we open in Cafe Nervosa. Yeah. Roz and Frazier there. So we just had an episode where. Talking about Freddy? Yeah. Where like the fact that Frazier wasn't going to see Freddy is important. Is his birthday in March or in May? I don't know. Have we talked about Freddie's birthday before? No, we've talked about Frasier's birthday being oh. at different times. Or was that Martin's birthday, which is also at different times. Martin's birthday has been at different times. Frasier's has also been at different times. Yeah, so who knows when Freddie's birthday actually is. Yeah. I didn't even know that Freddie went there for his birthday sometimes. Yeah, that has never been addressed on the show ever. I mean, that only really works if he can go there on the weekend. Yeah. Or it's during like a fall break or a spring well, break. This or... is right after Christmas, so like the well, it depends how long your school has. For some schools have very long. We had a very long winter break. Yeah, when I was in high school, mm-hmm. and also I had a very long winter break when I went to college. Some colleges have very short winter break. Yeah. And I think it just depends yeah, where like you are. My school, I think, took like three weeks off. I, think. I feel like and... I had a whole month off, essentially. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we find out Freddie wasn't supposed to come for his birthday this year, but he is because there was an accident at the lab. and Where um... Lilith was teaching some monkeys sign language, which can you che- teach monkey sign language? I thought they only could teach chimps and apes. I don't or know if you can actually. Yeah, I don't. Gorillas. They are apes. Yeah. I feel like when this line was written, it was by somebody who didn't know that chimps and uh, that monkeys and apes are 
different, like yeah. like mean different things. Because I don't think you can teach monkeys sign language. Maybe some kind of monkey. Maybe, Maybe that's it's not going so well. But it yeah. seemed like it is because they were talking and yeah. and he said something insulting about her new haircut. Mm-hmm. And then she playfully like stuck her tongue out at the monkey, and then he, the monkey bit it. <laughs> yep. Which is awful, it, but also that seems like something a monkey would do. It does. What doesn't seem like something they would do is Lilith sticking her tongue out playfully at a monkey. Well, they didn't say playfully. I'm saying oh, well, playfully. Still, I, I don't. I have trouble imagining oh, Lilith I felt sticking like, her tongue I out at a monkey. I thought this was such a strong. Oh, you have not watched enough Cheers with Lilith. That's true. That's She's true. totally has like playful moments. And I think it's totally in her character to be like this. Okay. I'm. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, I you're right. I also, like, where she feels, like, comfortable and everything, I feel mm-hmm. like she would totally do something like that. Okay. I'm, I'm going to take your word for it. I haven't watched Cheers regularly since it was first I aired. I haven't watched Cheers regularly. <laughs> I haven't watched Cheers regularly either. I mean, rec- you have watched it recently, though. You've I can't actually- get through a whole episode. It just makes me mad. I, I get just I mad. I just hate Sam so much. I hate Sam. Yep. I cannot stand his character. Mm-hmm. I can't stand him. He's disgusting. I don't, and I, I don't feel like he was always as disgusting. Like at the beginning of the show, I feel mm-hmm. like he was almost less disgusting. Uh, like he was hooking up with women, but like, was it, he less disgusting, or had it not the worn stuff you with down Rebecca yet? Is really bothers me. Oh yeah, that, it's true. That's fair. Because it's at a point where he constantly nags her, mm-hmm. and then is you don't repeatedly like. I I don't know. Like I feel like it's at this point where he's just hitting on her to the point of being like, "All right, fine, let's just like have sex now because yeah. I'm just tired of you talking to me." Right. And and it's. It's also like just sexual harassment. It is. And it, is. It, it just, it really bothers me like how aggressive he is. And he has, he doesn't care about anyone's feelings. Like he okay. just seems like a bad person. Mm-hmm. And the thing is just to me, Sam isn't a bad person. Mm-hmm. And, and so I just feel like he does care about people, mm-hmm. even though he's like sarcastic and maybe wouldn't show like he has emotions mm-hmm. i think he does care for people so the fact that they make him like sort of this like boring tropey character bothers me anyways that has nothing well, to do with lilith so, well but what it does have to do with so speaking of you know oh, people yeah. who don't care about other people's feelings okay and, bulldog shows up yeah and no 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 no, 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 no. no. we need to talk about the wallet yeah, I wasn't going oh, to Bulldog. Oh, well, Bulldog and Sam have a lot in common. They do. But... Okay, so, yeah, Frazier finds a wallet on the ground mm-hmm. and is about to, like, turn it in and say, like, someone dropped it, as yeah. you do. And the meanest man in the entire world marches uh-huh. in uh-huh. and says, hey, that's my wallet. Accuses Frazier of taking his $7 yeah. out of it. Yeah. And then, like, marches off. Like, yeah. who? this way yeah it's so ridiculous like and like calls him a jerk like and all these things and it's like this this is that guy that was that that guy on the sidewalk (laughs) i I know that i brought it up i was waiting for this story no tell tell um, it i I think i brought it up before that i was walking down the street it's like middle Mm -hmm. winter and there's like this couple sort of like i don't know like seven feet in front of me mm-hmm. and I get to the crosswalk and I'm like looking both ways and this guy turns around and he goes oh I dropped my glove and this girl over here didn't say anything to me and I'm like one I was not paying attention mm-hmm. to this guy dropping his glove right and I, I I didn't even know what to say back because I was just like I didn't I, I didn't do anything right right I just thought like that's I don't ever look at someone and assume that somebody did something. Right. Unless it's really apparent. Like, you know, it's when people, like, hit you in bars. Uh-huh. You know, where they, like, brush against you and they don't yeah. say excuse me or anything. I'm just like, you just, like, elbowed me and I almost fell over. Uh-huh. But apparently you can feel it mm-hmm. because you're numb on the right side of your body <laughs> right. everywhere. Yep. 
because I don't understand how you can just like barrel like football barrel through somebody and not I don't know and not have a reaction. Yeah. So then we get. Oh, I'm all riled up. Yeah. No, this I is get a riled. real riling episode. So. <laughs> Because so before Bull, then before Bulldog walks in, you know, Frazier's like complaining, and this is when Roz basically just says that like, well, yeah, okay. people are terrible, like right. everybody's terrible. And what do you think about that? I think we've talked about this. They've done an episode so, like this. I was going to say okay. So uh, this is what I was getting to, and because Frazier, like, she says that, and and Frazier says that he still truly believes that people, all people, are basically good. But that good. guy like stole his identity and yeah. like stole the, suit yeah. the nathan lane episode mm-hmm. it's like fool me once shame on me mm-hmm. and then like or fool me once shame on you that's the like episode and like yeah the whole episode is about people being jerks and mm-hmm. like but fraser is still believing that people can be good mm-hmm. which he still believes yeah you know what i actually think that shows that a lot of positivity in frazier Mm -hmm. that i think is always what we're talking about that he has a lot more positivity and belief in the good of people Mm -hmm. but then some episodes it's just like nope yeah and and i guess that depending on what's going on in your life that can kind of change for people too yeah and also roz in this moment is wrapping up a walkman this like it's like a yellow like waterproof sports oh, Walkman, Walkman. I was that like, I totally used to own. I owned this exact Walkman. You own the one that's on the <laughs> well, show. I mean, I'm saying okay. it's the same model and style. Like mm-hmm. I recognized it exactly. What like, brand I was, was like, that? I don't remember, but I know. Like I got this sudden flash where I was like, I had that exact Walkman. Why is she wrapping it up? She's like wrapping her headphones around it and like putting oh, it in her bag okay like, so but i was just like that looked you so said wrapping it up and i sound like she's like wrapping a gift at the table no 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 um no she's just wrapping like the headphones around it so she can put mm. it away anyway so then bulldog bulldog is there <sighs> yep that is the correct sound so, of what happens here <laughs> bulldog shows up says his mom's getting a bypass surgery he wants to be there but somehow his show's 11 to 1 tonight yep can they fill in last minute i'm sure this is definitely a question just like any other like normal job where you just go ask somebody can you fill in for me uh-huh. well uh, he's already doing a fill-in thing i think is the idea that like he Cause like, yeah, but when you talk to the station, like your boss, and then they call you and ask you, you go, you go over to like Catherine Avosa, and you're like, "Hey, we do this." Also, where's Gil? Yeah, that's I don't a know. story lady. Yeah, well, he, I feel like because it's so close to the station, he just went to Catherine Avosa and like the first expecting to be able to find somebody from the station there did and like ask them. No, I think he went specifically to ask Fraser because he knows that Fraser is gullible or that, and will yeah. do something, and yeah. he doesn't want to do it because Freddie's coming in, mm-hmm. and then so he calls the mom, and Roz is like, "Yeah, right, that's your mom," and yeah. says like a bunch of things, and then it actually is Bulldog's mom, uh-huh. and then Roz feels terrible, yeah, and then we see that yes. He's just he, lying. He's definitely lying. He he's going to Vegas tonight to like see or no, he's watching a fight in Vegas. No, right. they are flying. They, they are. Yeah, they, they are, say they the are, flights in yeah, 2 yeah. hours and then he has to go to his mom's house to like pay her off. Yeah, give her 50 bucks and a case of Schlitz to like What? I don't even know what Schlitz it's is. It's like really cheap beer. It's beer? Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought it was yeah. like malt liquor. No, no. I'm pretty I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's just some beer. But I've never seen it. So it's a funny thing. I've never seen, I've never actually been anywhere where anybody actually had Schlitz. But it's one of those things where I remember in the 80s, I would see signs for Schlitz all the time. So is it like PBR? I think so. I think it's just like bad, cheap beer. Why? Well, if it's bad, why are people drinking it? Because it's cheap. Hmm. That's why people drink PBR too, like it's because it's cheap. Like, it's there's lots Some of people beer. like the taste of PBR. I feel like you learn it's to like the taste of PBR. Inoffensive, inoffensive, yeah. unoffensive, inoffensive, inoffensive. I it's just like it tastes kind of like water. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like you can get it when it's real light. It's, it's cheap, so you can get it when you're like young and don't have enough money to buy more expensive beer. And then if you drink it for long enough, you learn to like it. 
but yeah, it's not I mean, like that's the how good. I ended up liking beer was I just drank a, a lot of cheap beer uh-huh. and then I was like oh I kind of like this stuff and then uh-huh. you then you try different beers and eventually you find one that you like right and you're like oh okay well I kind of like this and then you try other ones you're like nope still don't like that mm-hmm. um, yep so that's our beer story and <laughs> that's the end of the podcast <laughs> Anyways, Bulldog's terrible. People are terrible. And then now we're in Frazier's apartment. Yep. Where this is the funniest part of the entire episode. Uh-huh. And so true. Yeah. So Niles is at the like table in the living room. Mm-hmm. And he's washing the like balloons that you blow up at home. Yeah. And he's talking about how they come in like an unsealed package mm-hmm. covered in mysterious dust. Yeah. <laughs> and so I know why the dust is on there. I believe it's because they're rubber so they don't stick to right. each other. Right. But yes, what is that <laughs> dust? What it's kind of like flour. I'm guessing it's a kind of like a starch. Yeah. Like some kind of starch. The thing is he's still doing this when Freddy arrives. Like, the point is they're going to do, like, a surprise party thing for Freddy, but, like, he's just now sitting down to rinse off these balloons. Does he have enough Freddy's air there. in his lungs <laughs> to even fill up a balloon? It occurs to me. I feel like that has come up before, where he wasn't able to blow up a balloon. Yeah, I think so, I think too. it has. But, like, he hasn't started trying. Like, Well, it doesn't matter, because... Guess what? Freddy's gonna be there in like two seconds. Right. So Daphne comes out. They have these like silly hats, and she's talking about how Freddy's gonna feel bad. None of his friends are there, and like you know, it's just us old fogies. And then yeah. we're reminded how Freddy has a crush on Daphne. Yep. And then you know, Niles is gross. But Niles is gross. Yeah. Or he asks her to put on the cocktail dress. <laughs> mm-hmm. And because I like Freddy that- likes it. Yeah, but I like her response, which is, I don't think that dress is appropriate mm-hmm. for like what? How old is he? Eight? Eleven? He's eleven. He's so 11. he just turned eleven. Yeah. So let I me mean, see, like Freddie and Fraser in the elevator. Gotta ask you, since his name is Freddie, yep. you had to write out the whole name. I did. I did. Yeah, I was thinking about you. Yeah. And, your, and, and struggle. Then, and then later, there's another person with an F name that also appears in the scene, and I'm like. There are too many F names in this episode. This is messing up my whole thing. Sorry. Uh, but uh, Too many Fs on the dance floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, I like a good surprise party. It doesn't even matter if I came home and if it was just Dave that popped out. <laughs> mm-hmm. That, I mean, that would be weird if you were surprised that I was here. Well, there was that one time where I just came out of the shower and it was just so shocking because I didn't like I thought I heard you, but I didn't know where you were. And you were just sitting in a dark room and I walked out and I was like, Dave, and you're like, hi. Okay, to be clear, the dark room, it was like like the sun was starting to go down, but it wasn't like black in the room. It wasn't like pitch dark. It was just like. I hadn't gotten around to turning the light on yet, and I was I was sitting yeah, because down because I just got home. Yeah, because you're trying to be a home. terrifying like <laughs> horror film. I was doing no such thing. Yeah, that's totally how they all start. Somebody gets out of the shower. Somebody says hi and scares the person and walks uh-huh. out of the shower, and it's totally fine. Ha ha ha! And then they go into a different room, and then they get like stabbed like thirty five times, and then the <laughs> other person gets a real scare because they also get stabbed. <laughs> but it's okay because now it's thirty five years later. <laughs> And the family's just moving into the house. Nothing crazy's ever happened here, but man, they wanted to sell that house real quick. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then they just like they're at the library and they're researching, and they're like, "Who two murdered in the murder house <laughs> on the murder hill?" Which you think that since it was called murder house on murder hill, mm-hmm. you would know. Yep. But they're like, "Oh my gosh, Gary, did you know that this house is haunted?" <laughs> and then, and then. Gary's like, Ooh! and then they get, and then they fight the scary ghost man mm-hmm, by mm-hmm. going to the basement and like going down the drain. And then they like get him with a spear and then they like find his bones and like bury it in a ritual. Uh-huh. And then, but then so- it's okay. And then they sage it. And then it's, yay, all the bad spirits. But guess what? Murder house too. <laughs> So that's the plot to the Amityville Horror, 
And um, that's been our Amityville Horror Podcast. Uh, wow, that is not the podcast. That's not the Amityville that's Horror. That's, what, that's every scary so movie ever. It occurs to me that if you ever find yourself at the library looking at, like, microfiche, you're in a horror it's movie. It's on fish. If you're looking, if you're at a library looking at microfish, you're actually at possibly at a lab or an aquarium. Okay. But if you're looking at microfish, then fish, fish, that's how it's pronounced. Uh, then you might you're in a horror movie. You need to get out of your house. You're like I nobody, always look at those. You look at microfish a lot. Yeah, I mean not recently, but I definitely did. When what were you researching? The Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. You're in a horror movie. You're haunted by ghosts from the Titanic. You're... Oh, I thought I was haunted by the Titanic. Oh, well, you might be haunted by. I'm the, all like I'm half boat. Little known fact that ship. The uh, Titanic actually haunts the entire Atlantic, like the whole thing, because uh-huh. that's that's where it you know died. Basically, so mm. that's its home. So it can haunt the entire ocean now. Really? Yeah. So like all up in Canada, mm-hmm. all the way down to like Fl- Florida's, and then even far farther, yep. and like it, all the in between. You may be surprised that the Atlantic goes much farther. Wow, than Florida. it's so yeah. many. Yeah, yeah. It can I never anywhere. even I never even thought about how much Atlantic there was because I only think about the Atlantic like right there right. that I'm touching yeah, currently they're, right they're, now because I'm <laughs> sailing. Right now, That's I'm in weird. the open seas, which is weird because if I'm you... like, since I'm haunted by the Titanic, I'm a little like a transformer now. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because, like, if you listen to the Patreon bit that we recorded earlier, where we were on top of the Space Needle, but you've managed to make it all the way to the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, I splashed down. <laughs> That's yeah. It's like that other. Oh, spoilers! All right. <laughs> okay, so. Space. Um, I don't know what's happening. So um, that wasn't a space ghost reference, though. I did say space, kind of like a scary ghost. You did say space like a ghost, which. Um. Anyways, this is not our ghost podcast. <laughs> Hi, welcome. It's Dave and Diane, and we're going right here to the murder house on Murder Hill. <laughs> we're gonna spend the next twenty four hours we're in not. this we're ha- at haunted Bay house. We're at LA Bay Towers. Wait, no, we're in a haunted house now. Okay, take out your ghost tracker. All right, Beep. I'm feeling some, <laughs> I'm feeling some weird Beep. feelings over here. Um, okay, so this place, this place is haunted by a, a lady in white. They're all haunted and, by and a, a mor- white. And a mourning lady, also in in neon purple. <laughs> Let's see if she'll talk to us. Um, and then also her husband Reginald. I'm sorry. For snippet. I'm sorry. I don't know. Reginald, happening. are you with us? I don't know what's happening. Reginald. I have no idea what's happening right now. <laughs> okay. So no, they're having Reginald. a surprise party. Um, uh, Reginald's here, <laughs> and Daphne and Martin and Niles. And um, surprise, but guess what? It doesn't even matter because, like, Freddie already figured that out. Yeah. I like that he just steps on and is like, oh, I'm so surprised. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he runs right to Daphne. Yeah, goes right past everybody but to then, give Daphne a big old hug. And then Daphne goes to answer the phone, and Lilith can't say her name correctly because she had, like, her mm-hmm. tongue was bitten. So yeah. I like that she doesn't know who it is. She's yeah. like a Wilwiff. Anybody know a Wilwiff? It was pretty funny. Yep. So she calls exactly when freddy's there yeah and that's when we see this cake okay do um, you know this scientist louis pastor yes i do know who, who louis what pastor is he is. science um he he does basically he studied like diseases and things i think he's the one who invented penicillin and also what about pasteurizing oh yeah can you pasteurize a ghost I, maybe, maybe I'd have you'd have to ask the Ghostbusters if you could do that. Are they here with us for Murder House on Murder Hill? I don't know, Ghostbusters. Are you here? Are you here? If you are, knock twice. <laughs> Sorry, it's the ghost of the Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. 
okay, but still, this cake. We got to talk about this cake. Niles has gotten Freddie a cake in the. Did shape... he get the cake? I think he made the cake. I don't think he made the cake in his toaster. Like, he's got he's got barely he has got a an kitchen. Oven. He he's has an barely oven. got a kitchen. He did he's not more make of an this... oven than a bed. He did not make this like giant like like three D like relief Louis Pasteur cake. Um, he made it at their place. No, because Frazier discovered it in shock. Like, no, like they didn't. Like he's been out all day doing his radio show and at the cafe and all that Fraziering. There's no way Niles made this cake. I like that term. Use it more often. Just Fraziering, Fraziering uh -huh. like you know, like when you're at the cafe or at an art museum, uh -huh. drinking sherry. You can just say you're a day of Fraziering. When you're looking down on the poor. <laughs> he does that. That's a thing. Yikes! That's what? That's Frasering. That's wow, that's Frasering. I know. Boo. I know. Why did you take it to a bad place? <laughs> I was taking it to a smart place. Well, I'm just saying. That's that's how you Fraser. That's how you Fraser right. No, that's not how you Fraser right. That's how you Fraser wrong. Well, you can Fraser in a like a really like just casual way, mm -hmm. not in this like way that is bad. I, yes, I agree. But I'm... Boo! You're not invited on my murder tour. <laughs> you can go in that room. I heard it's not super double haunted or anything. Have fun. <laughs> That's, it doesn't have a bunch of axes just hanging up on the wall. <laughs> Watch out! Um, All right, I will. Then we hear a story about the airport. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is a really weird story. This is story. a weird story. So, he's carrying a dog like eight blocks away or something. Like, yeah. really far away from the airport. Yeah. But, and he, carry, he had to carry the crate really far away from him, even though it was heavy, so the dog wouldn't slobber on him. Well, I think because there's some sort of liquid on the bottom of this crate that he was, he said he's going to choose to assume was drool. Oh, okay. That he didn't want to spill out onto his shoes. Okay, also, like, he could person probably could have taken the dog out of the crate. They or had a leash. Gone to get their car, driven back. I'd be like, Who's I'll stay here and watch your dog while you go get your car. Oh, that would have been a better idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not going to carry... Like, I'm, I'm a helpful person. I'm not going to carry somebody's dog eight blocks to their car when I'm all at the airport trying to, like, meet my kid. Well, so the lady doesn't... He puts the dog in the car and he doesn't even get a thank you. And then while he's flipping her the bird so aggressively that mm -hmm. somehow he... Tore his jacket. What? I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> I don't know what kind of velocity you need for that. I'm going to say I... Not flipping the bird at somebody, but like I've definitely like... Maybe a real bird maybe, could tear it. Maybe. Tear it? <laughs> Well, yeah, if you, like, threw a bird oh, and it, like, hits the thing. I, I thought, I for some reason, what I heard was not a, a real bird could tear it. I thought you said a real bird, a pterot. <laughs> like, you were just pronouncing parrot in a really weird way. Or it was, like, a pterodactyl parrot <laughs> combo, hi, like, hybrid thing. A okay, pterot? I definitely think if you had a pterodactyl in your pocket uh -huh. and you flipped it out at somebody, uh -huh. that it would probably tear your, like, pocket. Yeah, yeah, especially if it was a pterodactyl parrot hybrid um, yes. that you had taught to hate and say bad words. Right. Because nobody gets a parrot to get it to say nice things. Like, what are you talking about? Everybody teach, teaches parrots bad words. Why would you do that? I want only compliments that come out of my parrot. We don't own a parrot. People buy parrots to train you them You know why? Words. Because Dave would teach it all a bunch of bad words, apparently. I would never, but I also wouldn't buy a parrot. Because Dave hates birds. I mean, I don't hate birds. He hates I birds. Don't, I don't he even like... hates big birds. <laughs> You take that back. I do not. It's a bird. You don't like it. I do not hate you birds. You don't like a bird. I don't hate birds. You don't like... I I don't like mm -hmm. living with cockatiels, which I did a lot because my family had I think had it them. wasn't as bad as you recall. It was really bad. They were very loud, and I, and I, and, and their cage was in the same room as where I slept. And, it and was... you should have carried them a foot away and then <laughs> released them with a pterodactyl parrot. 
Uh, no, don't release your birds outside. That's terrible. Don't, don't, don't. do that. It's yeah. so sad. Whatever happened to those birds? Did they just die? Like of I mean, normal causes? Probably. I haven't seen them in a decade, so I'm assuming something like that happened. They weren't my birds. Diana's making a face. They're not my birds. I wasn't supposed to take Well, care. yeah, I never heard. Did you have the birds when you had Sandy? Sandy is yeah. Dave's dog. Oh, okay. So you had them uh, when you moved. What do you mean when the I birds. moved? The birds. Remember when, I... when you moved from one house to a different house? Mm. More in the town? Yes, we did. Yeah. Okay. But like we had. Were they still there when you went to high school? Yes. Okay. That's when I started doing most of my sleeping in the living room, and that's when they got very annoying. Yeah, they but, would just snuggle up next to you. We're just like. So yeah, because when I was away at high school, I would only I was only at home a few a few days out of every month, and I when I would come back, I wouldn't sleep in my own bedroom because my dad had made that into his computer room, and he would be in there at like five in the morning playing like like. Quake. army games oh. and things which were very loud so i started sleeping in the living room with with screeching were... cockatiels which were slightly less loud why were they screeching all the time where did you live like in a zoo oh, i felt that way sometimes anyway um i'm getting exhausted i just want to get through this episode <laughs> I know. so anyways it's fame signs caring dog blah good samaritan okay Let's get to the end of this episode. Let's rate it. Uh, what? No. What? We can't, we can't just jump to the end of the episode. Uh, we can't do that. Um, okay. So Barton's whole thing was a good Samaritan is only a target. Mm -hmm. um, like only it's just a good target for yeah. like people to like scam you. And Martin thinks that people are born rotten and every year they get worse. Yeah. And Happy birthday. <laughs> yep. Because yep. apparently this is the day Freddie gets worse. But Frazier says he's not as cynical as that. No. But not. I don't know if that's true. He's cynical. He's kind of cynical. I'm sorry. When you get old, you you do become more cynical. Mm -hmm. But I also think like you're more willing to sort of be like, mm, well, whatever. I'm not going to like dwell on this thing because that's what happens. Yep. Like when you're younger, I think it like feels like worse. I mean, I th yeah, there's definitely, like, a point when you're younger where you're just, just sort of, like, everything is the worst. I was because, super like, cynical. We were both cynical. We were pretty cynical when we were in our, like, early 20s. Yeah, we were very like, cynical. we were just, like, the worst. We were. We, we were. were, like, two people walking around, like, hey, I'm the best person ever, and you <laughs> totally suck, and I bet you suck, too, and you're the suckiest <laughs> person I've ever met, but we're so cool. Mmm. And walking yep. around, like, it's true. It's true. We were so we were such jerks. We were like, but the thing is, like, people couldn't tell they were jerks because one, we, we were looked funny. unassuming, and we were funny. Yeah, like at least one of us was. A why? Thank you. Um, oh. <laughs> some of us are still kind of jerks. Oh. oh, I would never say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, so wow. So, anyway. now we're back to the show, and we're back to the studio, and we have a caller. Yeah, it's great. I like that they say it's the Night Owl edition. It is, it is. And then, so, Steven's online, too, and he thinks the radio's talking to him. Mm -hmm. And this is pretty funny, but kind of silly. Yeah. Where, but I do like how Fraser sort of, like, resolves the issue by saying, like, Hi, I'm your radio, and I and I love you a lot, mm -hmm. and you, you should, get you know. Get counseling in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he doesn't seem to get, like, because he's trying to, like, tell him to turn the radio down, and it's mm -hmm. just convincing him more that the radio's talking to and him. And it's, like, freaking him out. Yeah. He's like, yeah. it knows my name. Yep. So, and then Roz is sort of, like, in the booth, like, taking her makeup off mm -hmm. and, like, doing her whole, like, nighttime ritual, and it's really distracting <laughs> to Frasier. It would be very distracting. Uh, I don't think it's distracting right now. <laughs> well, okay, but I, you know, it's getting late, and you see me do this all the time. Yeah, I know. So... Um, so this is when Frazier starts telling a story about how he's been helping people all day long, but yeah. it's, he, it's been kind of hard and that he was sort of starting to feel bad and he didn't want to help people. But then he right. realizes he sees somebody, I think he says an old man. 
He definitely says an old man. Yeah. yeah. Who he says elderly man. That had a flat tire. That's not what it sounds like when the person calls. Yes. Yeah. When we get into who it is, then okay. we'll, then the, yeah, that'll be feel even more true. So then we get the call from the guy, yeah. Ralph. Yeah, which I do like. So he f- says one, when he changes the tire and stops, he feels happy that he helped this person and didn't just drive past. Yeah. And then the person calls like mm-hmm. and says, hey, I'm the person who changed your tire. And guess what? I'm going to sue you because your cufflinks scratched my car. Yeah. Two, I didn't know that Fraser knew how to change a tire. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like he would have his car club do it. Yeah. I think in a later episode, there's a whole thing about him not being able to do, like, anything with his car. We haven't seen this before, but it's one of the episodes that I remember. Well, I know Niles, that's for sure the case. Yeah, but, like, I'm pretty sure it's true for Frasier also. Um, Also, so, this is an interesting thing. So, in this show, in a lot of shows and stories and things, you always see things about, like, a person on the side of the road with a flat tire and do you stop to help and whatever, right? Like, that's... I think it depends on the situation. Yeah, but... So, on my commute to work, I pass people, like, like pulled over on the side of the road with something obviously wrong with their car all the time. I've never stopped to help them, and nobody else does either. And I realize I don't know... I don't actually know the protocol for I don't, this. I don't either. That's the thing. And also, I don't know that I could help very much. But also... I think the thing is, like, unless you're, like, a tow truck service or something, like, you're somebody that has changed a lot of tires, or, like, somebody comes up to you, like, you know, um, hey, can you help jump my car or something? Yeah, yeah. I would say you don't... Unless that person looks like they're really struggling, I, I feel like you, you usually don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Like... Unless they look really distressed. But even then, it's just like, I, I don't know. I guess uh, you might if they're waving. Like, if they were, like, if I, waving pa- if, I pa- if I was on, if I was driving down the highway and I saw somebody by their car waving their arms like they were trying to get attention, mm-hmm. I absolutely would stop for that. Like, that I would stop for and try to help. Okay. I want to say something that I've learned about being in Boston. Mm-hmm. And that is, you are in a bubble. You're mm-hmm. in a bubble, and if someone comes up to you and asks something of you, uh-huh. you're, like, immediately defensive because yeah. this person is trying to scam you. Yeah. And it, and it's not just being – I'm not just being a jerk because no, I really – We've been scammed a number of times. Like, people have tried to – Yeah, there they're, they're, it's just you hear these people, and then you see them the next day saying the same stop yeah. story. Yeah. And, and it's like, if people want to give money to these people, that's fine. Yeah. You can't really stop other people from doing that. Right. Or – just any situation, it can be very hard to determine when mm-hmm. someone actually really needs help versus it, is this person, like, in a bad situation. I've, yeah. I mean, but I've also seen times where um, I thought someone was, like, having a seizure. Mm-hmm. And I went and, like, told someone, like, I think someone's having some kind of medical issue. Right. Can you, you know, like, you need to go check on them and maybe call back right. up because like I can't do anything. Right. I'm like not a medical professional. <laughs> right. But you know, there are lots of people that see that and just walk past. Mm-hmm. And and like to me, I can't walk away from that situation. Like if I see someone like fall or something like that. Right. You know, where I see somebody like hurt. Right. I'll try and like find help for that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Or like, you know, when I'm in CVS and some, you know, old ladies asking me for help, sure, I'll yeah. help them. Yeah. But I think in this situation, unless you're in like a really small community, mm-hmm. you know, like maybe the town you grew up and you know this person right. or something, it's like a different kind of feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's not like, I don't know. Yeah. Though I also grew up in a town that looked like dairy from it so like you know, i don't know if you like want to stop for people everyone there. seems nice they're probably not going to be pennywise <laughs> probably not i'm just saying okay well it's... do you have someone named pennywise in your town <laughs> i didn't meet them but um there, there might be i don't know so yeah the whole point is that ralph just ends up saying he's gonna sue him yeah because he scratched his car yeah the thing is like and so it ends up making Fraser feel like it's reinforcing this feeling that he shouldn't help people. Yeah. Because every time today, 
he's helped someone. It's right. been a disaster. Right. Also, how would he know it was like cufflinks that did it? Like, I don't know. Maybe the scratches were already there. Yeah. Well, considering this guy's like people got a window smashed out apparently because he had his one of his windows was just a hefty bag with duct tape. Like, I'd say probably. There's probably some scratches on this car already. Yeah. Well, also, like, your car is scratched up all the time. People hit your car all the time. They don't say anything or do anything about yep. it. Yep. So. Sure do. Yep. People are nice here. <laughs> nope. So. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, that's what the thing is. Like, most people aren't going to leave a note. That You see that on, like, sitcoms all the time. Like, mm -hmm. most people aren't going to, like, yeah. stop or even care. Right. And also, like, there's so many different ways a scratch, like, scratches can happen on your car. Yeah. On a car that hasn't had a window smashed out before, so... Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of silly. So, Mr. Good Deeds goes to town. Mm -hmm. uh, Frazier is, like, in his car, like, driving in the rain. It's, like, pouring, pouring yep. outside. And this woman's kind of waving at him. Yeah. And he's, he's having this, like... Oh, I don't know if this is a good idea. Yeah. I shouldn't help this person. Right. And then he pulls over and lets this person in who ends up being a prostitute. Yep. And then, like, the police, you know, pull them over. Mm -hmm. And then um, there's this whole thing where, you know, hey, just let me out. Just, but you had to pay for my cab and this right. whole thing. And then we find out, like, the police officer goes over there. It's not only that he picks up a prostitute, but the prostitute also ends up being a man. Mm -hmm. Which is just so... The whole thing is just really strange and seems a little off, which it's, makes sense. It does. Except, so here's the thing. Uh, I, I mean, once you realize what's happening, it's just this sort of flashback of worst case scenario. Yeah. Though, okay, so this is a thing that happened to Eddie Murphy a year before this episode came out. Oh, do you he think it's was, just a reference? I feel to like that? it is because he got arrested with a like uh, with a prostitute who I'm not entirely sure like, like it's, a trans it's a trans prostitute. prostitute. Yes. Yeah. See, this is in this context. It's it's almost like this person is just pretending to be a woman. Yeah. Almost. Right. But. It's not really for me to say what's going on here, right. but I feel like that's the joke. Like, yes. oh, not only are they a prostitute, but they're also a man. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. But and I, also the story in that he gave was that he was giving her a ride home. Like, that's oh, the thing. Ed, like, he, oh, Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy gave the story that he was giving her a ride home. I don't know what the true story. Like, I don't, I'm not saying. How can we know? I think only I'm Eddie Murphy knows. That's the, I'm saying that's the story that he gave. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like this is absolutely a reference to that. Oh, that's but, so odd. Yeah. But also, so in this I scene. I do remember that. Yeah. So in this scene, I was, so before the reveal that mm -hmm. they, they were a man, there, I remember thinking the audio for her is very weird. It's like they recorded, like they did like the ADR recording for. What's that mean? Additional dialogue recording. Mm-hmm. Which I realized I just said ADR recording, which means... Yeah. Anyway. So, which is a thing they would normally do if, like, the scene was too loud. Which mm -hmm. would make sense. There's, like, rain and all this other mm -hmm. stuff. If it wasn't only her. Like, if it was her and Frasier because the scene was just mm -hmm. blown out, then I would that would make sense. But it was because it was only her the whole time, I'm like, this sound is very strange. This doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. And so then when it the reveal happens... You realize that's why they did. Yeah, because it's not a man. The, it's not the act, the male actor, actor talking like, like in a higher register or something. Mm -hmm. It's they recorded, they dubbed over a different actress's voice to make it like so she sounded exactly like a woman because it was a woman doing the speaking, and mm -hmm. that's why it sound. It definitely sounded odd to me. That so. may, did you notice that because you have headphones on? Yeah, but I also always just tend to notice, like, yeah. bad ADR. So, so in the next scene, we're at the police station, and Niles is there complaining mm -hmm. that it took him two hours to get out. And yeah. then his credit card was declined mm -hmm. because mayors, apparently, they made him have, like, some kind of limits. Yeah, they like, lowered his credit card limit. Which, can they do that? Well... <laughs> If at this point, when it hasn't been settled, technically they all the cards are still in her name, oh, then she could yeah. do that. 
Um, oh. But I like he gives a story about being at the cheese shop and getting the like around the world platter mm-hmm. and like he only got the like Luxembourg. Uh-huh. I also really liked one one scene I one line I found very funny in this yeah. is when he like actually goes to do the like the payment mm-hmm. and what he says is like oh yeah it sounds like let's settle things up yeah I'd like I'd like to settle this up like can you like get our bill like yeah. I've just I found that really funny because it's just like you really don't understand how this yeah. works right like and I like that he didn't want to put even put it on his credit card he's like and have bail on my like statement yeah 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 because he's worried about the junk mail he's gonna get yeah no i did think that was really um, funny too so i like that niles has to call martin and martin's mm-hmm. just in the car because he's too embarrassed to come in yeah and but the whole time he's in there is actually really nice because he's just yeah. like you don't have to explain it to me yeah. i love you it's fine so stop talking right yeah it's and, but i also like when he goes to pay the bail the mm-hmm. other guy like makes some joke like hey remember so-and-so son ends up being the like park killer or something <laughs> no, no pervert or pervert oh, not, not oh, killer okay. yeah yeah He's, yeah, it's like the Coleman Park pervert, and then this other woman's in like those cable movies because you can recognize his chin. Uh... Yeah, but uh, see, my, okay, my problem with that is that the only way you're gonna recognize that chin is if you're watching those movies. Well, yeah, I think that's somebody, how they found out. If you got a problem with somebody making those movies, you can't have a problem with somebody making those movies and and still be watching them. I'm just saying, like, you can't look down on somebody for making movies that you're also gonna watch, like. Yeah. You're the reason there's a market for it. I would say don't look down on people for making those movies anyway, but especially not if you're somebody that's going to actually watch them. Yeah. Those movies. Those <laughs> Hallmark movies. Those are on cable. <laughs> they are. That is true. That's definitely what she's talking about. What she's talking about? He's talking about. That's what I said. Oh, the cop's name is Fred. So, oh. so, it's, so Fred... Frederick and Fraser are all in this episode. I didn't write down the that guy's name. Yeah, I partially just wrote it down because because uh, it's another F name. Yeah, but it, actually, not just that; it's another Fred. Yeah. Oh, like, well, I do like this part where you know Crystal in like quotes yeah, walks yeah. past, and, yeah. and they're like, he, you know, Crystal apologizes and's like, "Hey, sorry, I got you arrested," mm-hmm. and. Frazier's like no problem yeah like like it's some nice these thing. things happen yeah like that part is fine it's just sort of like well whatever like it wasn't an intentional like get you arrested kind of thing but okay is- i want to say even if it's raining mm-hmm. i i would say like you've learned this and probably because of like all these weird like kidnap killings that happened in the 70s when people used to mm-hmm. like hitchhike yeah hitchhike all the time uh-huh um, and I don't know how incredibly common that was, but it definitely happened. Yes. So, like, people would say, like, don't hitchhike. It's dangerous. And don't pick up people. It's dangerous. Right. So I feel like at this point, I don't, if it's raining, mm-hmm. you're not going stra- to pick up a stranger. Yeah, though, the thing is, also, Unless you know that person. Yeah. And then, thus, they're not a stranger. Right. Also, it's got to be, like, it's, like, 1.30 in the morning yeah. when he picks her up. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, so the middle of the night, like, pouring rain, like, getting mm-hmm. into a stranger's car, like, no, that is a terrible, terrible idea. Yeah. Like, so we're in the next section of Fraser's Fraser's place, and then it's obviously, like, the next morning because the paper's there. Because yeah. in my head, I was like, oh, well, this is going to be a huge scandal. He's going to be in the paper. Yeah. So he's in the paper and all these people are calling and like Uh Daphne's giving like a really weird account on the phone like saying like he like there's some weird massage going on so I think what I'm assuming happens is that the conversation has gone long enough that she's been identified as like Martin's physical therapist Mm -hmm. so she's talking about Mr. Crane Yeah. yeah so she's talking about the b- massage that's happening around the like hips and buttocks because that's what's happening mm-hmm. for Martin, but it's massage that's happening in Fraser's house, which is where she lives. Mm-hmm. So I think it because what Fraser was worried about is like they'll be able to take some quotes and make it sound yeah. worse than it is, and here she is having this conversation that definitely, if you take it all out of context, can sound much worse than it right. actually is. 
So. So I like that Daphne's big thing is talking about how like Americans are very close-minded mm-hmm. about sexual experimentation. Yeah. It's not a big deal, yeah, you yeah. know, where she's from essentially. Right. Like right. in Europe it's not a big deal. Yeah. And like, you know, Fraser's thing was I was just driving her home. It, yeah. it wasn't a big deal. Right. I I was just trying to help somebody and yeah. she was like yes that's also what i'm saying right well so specifically the thing that it, that he says that it kind of bothers me because of one word which oh, was yeah yeah because what he says is i definitely i didn't do anything wrong and she's like i know that's like what i'm saying if he just said daphne i didn't do anything like that's the real thing that he would be saying like is like i didn't do anything like because he didn't like in terms of like, getting arrested he didn't do anything Saying mm-hmm. I didn't do anything wrong makes it sound like I did what everyone thinks I did, but there's nothing wrong with it. But there's nothing wrong with it. Mm. So, like... Oh, I think... that I, I see what you're saying, but I also think they're both... Really? Well, because in terms of, I like... I feel like that would be so easy to say, I didn't do anything wrong. I mean, like, I just didn't do anything. Right, but what he's... The thing is, like, he's saying it in response to her saying, like, it's fine to do what... I know, but I feel like I can see why he would still have said it that way too. Yeah, I guess. I'm I'm just saying like it make it, it sounds more like Yeah. Yeah. I don't I, know. I I can see I can see what you're saying. Yeah. I'm I'm um, having trouble putting words to exactly what I mean, but if you you get it. You get it. Everybody gets it. So, uh, <laughs> do we? Everybody understands. So, I love that he's Preacher's trying to figure out how to tell Freddie what happened and mm-hmm. how he's a trained professional and that he shouldn't he's not going to like traumatize Freddie and then yeah. Freddie is like walking out yeah. wearing a robe yeah. as you do. Yeah, we've seen his robe before. That's true. And like he's about to pick up the paper as you do as yeah. an 11-year-old yeah. boy and then like, he Fred yells would do. And then he just yells like, "Don't touch that!" Yeah, yeah. He and, like does that Fraser bellow of yes. anger, like, and not... and and, uh, and it's really funny in yeah. like the contrast of saying like you don't want to traumatize someone because yeah. being yelled at is kind of traumatizing. Yep. Yep. So then he needs to explain everything to Freddie. Though I do not like that he just doesn't say Crystal. He says it at one point. Yeah, that did bother me too, and like. I think the point is to say, like, I, I think I they were trying believe to. They weren't trying to say he wasn't saying it as opposed to he like or it, she. I think they were trying to make like a genderless kind of person. Maybe not call them out for their gender. Yeah, I like. I want to say like, seeing it now in this contest, you would just say they. Right. I'm. I'm saying. And you could have said they back then as well but most people weren't saying that then so no but the thing is you would say they when not on purpose people would say they in conversation about a single person all the time oh sure i'm not saying that but i'm just saying a lot of people i believe also said it true and sometimes they meant it in a hurtful way and sometimes they meant it in a neutral way yeah I think, and I w- now it is definitely not acceptable to say that. Yeah, I feel like I want to believe that in this moment, the, like I, I can see a way that they would have been. He would have said this that it had nothing to do with a gender thing or anything like that. Mm. It's just saying, I didn't know it was a prostitute. Like I didn't know it was going to rain today. I didn't know. It, the, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sort of like. I mean, this whole like thing is so uncomfortable and weird. Yeah. Because this whole thing is. Accidentally picking up a prostitute and then finding out that pro- it, it, it is probably just all callback to Eddie Murphy's yeah. whole thing, yeah. which is just who cares? Yeah, it's just it was a thing in the news. Uh, so yeah, like, I, I vaguely remember this, and and it's just like who cares? Yeah, who cares? no, I right. The, like I just I don't care. Right. As long as you're not like like you're not taking the prostitute and then like stabbing them <laughs> right exactly and then dumping them out of your car right if you're if you're doing something yeah it's illegal mm-hmm. but if you're paying that person for the service do whatever you want yeah yeah i mean yeah, as long as you're not hurting anybody and everybody's making i the mean choices, like... I, I mean there's a whole thing about like a rant to go on about like oh sure well yes there's more there yeah but like just yeah 
anyway, there's probably more to talk about there than we can possibly get into without stretching this another like hour. But I mean, they could have really, sh- they could, yeah, yeah, totally. But yeah, like, so I'm just saying, I can see a um, way to say this phrase that isn't. Well, I didn't like this one part where he's saying like, "Oh, you're gonna hear some people say some snide jokes around uh-huh. about me," and like Freddie's immediate response is, "Mom's coming." Yeah. Uh-huh. And then we find out that. Another one of Freddie's friends, like dads, went to prison. Uh-huh. Brad Johnson. <laughs> yep. And then Frazier's just like, oh, no, but insider trading is wrong. <laughs> uh-huh. And of course, like, Freddie knows what a prostitute is. Yeah. I mean, and like, when we were 11, I don't even Pretty hear Woman peop- had come out. We yeah. knew what prostitutes were. Like, the, like, even if I didn't even entirely understand what it was exactly they were doing, like, yeah. I knew it up prostitute was yeah and that was so i I like that freddy's takeaway is basically not helping people right so all this whole scenario goes into like this flashback and then we see fraser still in the car the woman's still waving and in the rain and this is everything he's thought of that could go wrong picking up this person yes is that's what he thinks could happen and because freddy learned that his lesson was so you're telling me not to help people right and I think that's just what makes him stop. Yeah. And then he finds out it's uh, Laura Hilton that mm-hmm. also lives, you know, at Elliott Bay Towers with him. Yep. And it's fine. Yeah. Though I did like how this is set up because he's like, where are you going? And she's like, the same place you are. And he's like, oh, God. Oh, God. Because like he thinks it's the same thing of him finding that out. And then she was like, I'm Laura Hilton. I live in your building. It's like, oh, okay. How come she recognizes him? He doesn't recognize her. I mean, the thing is that way, that probably that actually makes more sense to me. But also, the guy that had the wallet, like that dropped it, uh-huh. he doesn't recognize Frazier. Everyone recognizes Frazier. Well, he needs those corrective lenses. Oh, like that's that. true. So he might not be able to see very well. Maybe he needs new glasses. Does that say on your driver's yeah. thing? Because it says if you're required to use them. Oh, like if you cannot, if like your vision is bad enough that you definitely need to be wearing your corrective lenses when you're driving, mm-hmm. it'll be marked on your license. So if you're seen driving without them, you can get in trouble. Oh, um, okay. like if you were to get into an accident or something and not. And when you I want to say people wearing glasses are hot. <laughs> yeah. Be, yeah, to jump way back, this is Roz, like, only wanted to do something with the wallet if the guy in was, it was hunky, but, like, yeah. when she found out he had he was 5'6", 200 pounds and wears corrective lenses, she was like, now nah, leave it on the floor. <laughs> but <laughs> I like, I thought those legs were kind of funny. It's me, but it's so Roz, yeah. but it's fine. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, glasses, A+. plus. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, no glasses, also A+. Plus. <laughs> but, like, especially, I feel like there was definitely like uh, like growing up in the 80s there was totally like the stigma against like people wearing glasses where and it was like that is not a thing anymore no, or no. as far as i know i feel like glasses also look better now than they did in the 80s that's true like I, also like if you need like a really strong like prescription there's way you don't have to have these thick yeah, glasses yeah. anymore they can do things so you, they look okay yeah they could still be they sometimes are still pretty thick but they're not the like coke bottle like yeah because they because you can make it they make your eyes look really distorted they can yes yeah Yeah. so if you you can like i don't know how much extra it costs for that but i know they they're not always like that right um so going back to the episode the one thing is that like when fraser is the fact that fraser is imagining all of this Mm. actually to me makes the fact that it's a reference to the eddie murphy thing or Mm -hmm. my assumptions a reference to eddie murphy thing make more sense because it's sort of like it's a thing on fraser's that might pop into fraser's Mm -hmm. mind of like what could go wrong with giving someone a ride home well there was this thing in the news that just happened Mm -hmm. where a thing that happened with a celebrity picking a woman up and Mm -hmm. giving her a ride home regardless of whether it's true that's the story that was in the news right you know? and so i could see that if it was what was actually happening it would just be like you know this isn't law and order this is frazier so yeah, like, yeah you don't need stories ripped from the headlines so it's kind of weird but in the context of that um yeah it kind of makes sense though again is one of the rare if, with that assumption one of the rare moments that frazier seems a little bit dated yeah like, usually the things they reference aren't based well, on a particular I mean, time. 
I didn't realize that was a reference to that, but it actually makes more sense that it is. Yeah, I thought of it right away, and I was like, is this, when did that happen? Is that at that time? And it was like late 1997, or, or and this is early 98. Like, it's mm-hmm. perfect timing for this to be what that is. Mm-hmm. So Okay, so the end scene is like <laughs> Daphne and Freddie kind of sleeping together. No, no. that sounds bad. <laughs> They, like, are, they have fallen asleep on the couch with Freddie kind of leaning why on is that? Why is sleeping together become like the like generic nice way of saying like people are like getting it on? <laughs> I don't know. But but then it makes it seem weird when it's actually correct. They're just actually asleep together? Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. It does make a, it does cause a weird gap, like a lexical gap. But, yeah. Uh, especially if you're like extending your like apartment to like a friend mm-hmm. um but that friend might be interested in you in some other way and you're like oh you could come and sleep over and that sounds like you want to do something when that right. w- w- instead you're like well it's late and you're at my place already so just yeah. crash on the couch or something yep anyway so yeah he he's like resting on daphne's shoulder mm-hmm. but apparently not really sleeping because like niles it's like Niles and Fraser see that and they're like, oh, that's cute. And then mm-hmm. Niles comes back out and like moves Freddy yeah, somehow. Yeah, completely all the way to the other end of the couch. Then puts in a pillow in the yeah. middle and then Freddy wakes up and like scoots back over. Yeah. Eh. Wakes up. He doesn't wake up because he was never really asleep. He basically just yeah, yeah. stops fake sleeping so he can like climb back over and lay on Daphne I love again. when fake sleeping works with you. <laughs> what do Sometimes you, you try to wake me up in the morning and I'm just like, no, thanks. See, here's the thing. You think it works with me, but like <laughs> I've figured out that sometimes you're fake sleeping and I would just rather not keep trying to wake you up when you've decided that isn't going to happen. I'm like, all right, fine. I'll, I'll come back later. Okay, that's fair. Like, that's I'm, not, fair. I'm not necessarily fooled. I just stop trying. Dave, I want you to be fooled. Well, well sorry. Say you're fooled. Oh, I'm super fooled. I didn't. Yay. You do what? I yeah, had no idea. I do. Now I'll never be fooled again. Oh, no. So anyway, did you have anything else Erase to say about your this memory. episode? No, nope, too late. We literally recorded it and told millions of people. The millions of people that are listening to us now know. Billions. Possibly billions. Mm-hmm. I listened to this one episode a billion times. <laughs> it hasn't even come out yet, but I'm already listening that to it. I'm listening to it right now. Well, you... You are, yes, that is true. Um, not actually. That would what? explain a lot. So, <laughs> oh. did you have anything else to say about this episode? No. Okay. Then, okay, so drinks in this episode. We have Fraser's Usual, which I don't know if we've ever identified what Fraser's Usual is. It's a cappuccino with the extra and this and a yeah. that. Because we did identify what Niles's was, and but there are two that have been yep. identified but I don't I couldn't find one for Frasers. So we got some we got some Schlitz and some uh police station coffee. Uh some I like that you have to say it's police station coffee. Because like I think there's an idea of like it's strong. If, probably. And then there's more coffee back at Frasers place and then they go to get some orange juice. Mhm. And um collars. We have collars in mm-hmm. this episode. So the first one, Stephen, who had the radio talking to him, was Ron Howard. Uh, oh. Which means this is now a Arrested Development crossover episode uh, with a Ron Howard voiceover in it. And then... How so? The narrator in Arrested Development is Ron Howard. Oh, gotcha. He's the one doing the voiceovers in it. And then Ralph, who's the elderly man whose mm-hmm. fra- tire Fraser changed. That's Macaulay Culkin again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's William H. Macy, who okay. is super not a... Like, I don't... I know that name, but I don't know... Okay, uh, I'm trying to think of... Oh, um, a movie that I know you'll know, State in Maine. He's the director. Yes, I was like, I think he's in State in Maine. He okay. is. He's the director in State in Maine. All so, right. uh, I'm not saying he's like a super young guy, but he's definitely not an elderly man and doesn't have an elderly man voice. So. But maybe not... Mo- I think it's we think you have to get to a certain age where you even have a like uh, right true I don't know that's a zombie <laughs> when you become a zombie is when you sound old mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay that so what's pretty... your what's your rating my rating on this episode 
I think it possibly lowered while we were talking. <laughs> I think it did. Like, there are elements I like about it, but uh, I think it was a uh, 2.8 Brad Johnson's dad's. Mm-hmm. Out of five. I was actually also going to give it a 2.8. Uh-huh. Well, first I was like a two, and then I was like, no, it's not quite a two. Yeah. And then I was like, maybe it's a three, and I'm like, it's not really a three. Mm-hmm. But I think mine's going to be a 1.5. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that dropped a lot. So. Yeah, I I don't know. So you were between two and three, and now you're at 1.5. I just do not like this episode. Wow. I don't think it really adds a lot to the show. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, true. The part I like the part with Freddie where he says the thing about like the traumatized thing and he yells. I think yeah. that part is funny, and I think like Niles blowing up the balloons is funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great to have some collars, mm-hmm. but yeah, one point five like sh- schlitzes, I guess. Uh-huh. I like mine's always an inanimate object yep. at this point. It's not a person. Nope, nope. Which I kind of like. <laughs> I kind of like that too. All right. Uh, okay, so that's all we've got. That's our episode. So with that, uh, this has been episode 611, Good Samaritan, and this is TJF Arcade wishing you all good mental health. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I think, I think I hear something in the what? murder house. What Did you, you hear that? I didn't hear it. Ah! Oh, no. Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at SweetLime on Twitter, and I'm SlowMotionWalter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you could consider making a small monthly donation at Patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade. Thanks for listening. Good night, Seattle! We love you! Is, is Dave with us? <laughs> Oh no!